but let's face it, you can't polish your turd. You can sprinkle glitter on it. Uh, you can mould it, but you've got very dirty hands afterwards. <laughs> So what is it? So what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! What is it? So what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! Well, hello, hello. Welcome to So What Is It? A Red, Red Dwarf, Dwarf Podcast. Podcast. Here I am with my trusty co-hosts, Matty, Matt and Dan. How are you guys? How are you today? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We've got a different recording setup again. Uh, Matt is away somewhere else, so hopefully his audio won't be too distant and the three of us are crammed together in a different house today. We'll just have to be loud. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, hopefully. To be honest, I think we should go straight to what you liked. I'm worried that we can't get two sessions out of it myself. I don't know how you guys feel. (laughs) (laughs) One at the beginning, one at the end. That's eight funny things in the the episode. Can we hit that number? (laughs) Not giving away how I feel about this episode, but... Much. um, You know. um, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't that impressed. How did you you feel, Dan? It was a very different episode. And it was it was almost not. I mean, let's be honest, not a tremendous amount happened. Uh, Obviously, there was the story, but there was there was less adventuring and and, uh, getting into scrapes more. It was it was about them rubbing along together and trying to work out how they were going to get through a problem rather than a crisis and something else trying to kill them. And so it was quite different. Talking up, talking up. I quite quite enjoyed that aspect of it. I know there are certain things you've said we're not allowed to say. Yeah. It wasn't my favourite, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying Inquisitor come back, all's forgiven. But, Matty, you were excited about this series, you said. Are you still excited? <laughs> no, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest? That was... Oh, no. I mean, that was definitely not one of my favourite episodes. That really was. I know I'm, bring, I'm bringing back random. It was... It was the epitome of random. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna. I sat and watched it with Becky, and she says, "I don't want to say it because Matty sounds stupid when he says it." But that was random. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's two of you saying it's not your favourite. We're breaking all rules here, Matt. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Well, I. You know what? I didn't mind it. Huh? I didn't mind it. Um, there were things that were didn't work about it, and there were things that I thought were re- really funny. Um, it was. Ve- it, I think the word that we were looking for is is random but it was very different yeah but it also shows Mm. that you know they're not afraid to try different things but i do think this episode was a 
tool for what happened at the end of the episode, yeah. basically. Well, yes, it was, but I was hoping it would be funny in the meantime as well. But you must. I, I, I might be being a bit harsh. Let's let's don't go some funny things. Can I go first? <laughs> I, th- I think you better have. I'm you, taking we, the first one. If you go fourth, you might not get anything. Okay. At no, this rate. I mean, there were a few bits. There were a few bits. I mean, the thing I liked the most, really was the crocodile falling on their heads, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an alligator, on a technical point. Yes. Uh, so you know, he alligator. alligator but... He did, but I thought it was Snappy the crocodile. But Could be. Uh, wasn't it Alice and the crocodile in the credits? Uh, to be fair, I didn't watch that phone yeah. credits, but yeah. Yeah, so... Right. Well, you were just like, thank God it's over, stop. No, I, I was interested <laughs> in the credits, I needed to confirm some thoughts I had, but that was... yeah. Crocodile, alligator, yeah, uh, you know, we're lucky to be alive, clonk. That was my favourite bit, really. Er ist davon gekommen. Ich kann das überhaupt nicht glauben, dass er davon gekommen ist. Das war Ace Rimmer. Ha, wir haben Glück gehabt, dass wir noch am Leben sind. Go on then, Dan. Oh, well, you know, there were some, there were, I've got a few, so I'm, I'm going to pick at random. Chronologically, I think one of my favourite bits was, um, actually it's when Lister goes into the, uh, into the tent yeah. with the Queen. Uh, Sarah Alexander, by yeah. the way. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 also, oh, I know, I like that bit. I also like the accent. <laughs> uh, and it's Crichton just going, Scuff. Right, come on in, Matty, give us something. Definitely a line that made me chuckle was either we're under attack or we're having a disco. <laughs> oh, it was Matt's. Oh, he's complaining. Come on, you've got another one. I have. I know you have. Um, I, I did prior to the scum line, the chastity cheat, that was kind of amusing. And the yeah, Sarah Alexander, very lovely lady. But it, yes, they were funny bits. And we all said there were funny lines. I think there's a little bit of reliance on old stuff and maybe not. There was nothing standing out for me. And yeah, it just felt like it weren't all hitting home. You know, some of the stuff was repeated jokes. I mean, yeah, we saw Rachel, didn't we, in the testimony. But didn't that sort of like that funeral part remind you of um, like justice? Yeah. But yeah. not as good. It did. Oh, there were some very nice touches in that scene. I thought Lister and his gaffer tape, uh, gaffer tape tie. Uh, tie was good. I thought mm. uh, yeah, was good. with his yeah. sort of with his uh, tabard um, vicar <laughs> outfit. Yeah. Yeah. There were some nice touches, but yes, it felt it almost. So you got Lister up there, so trying to think of the next thing to say, and it looked like he was trying to think of the next thing to say. Not that that was scripted, and I'm sure obviously it was, but it yeah, it didn't didn't quite uh, land. But we said it last week, didn't we? We said it was loose. That was our phrase. Mm. And it still feels like that. It feels like the, the the dynamic sort of like performances are not quite there. What do you say, Matt? Dynamics wise, I say yes, because it does feel almost to the point of being slightly unfamiliar from what from what we know. Yes. All right. There's part of four years between uh, the the last two series. But yeah, it's not scoring that highly compared to previous series so far. So in the words of, I don't know, I was about to say the late great, but I don't think she's dead. Yaz, the only way is up. Well, I don't know. I don't, no, no, she's not dead. Yeah, Matt's calling it. There are no, no, no good episodes. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Definitely not saying that. I just don't know this is the worst one. Matthew, what else you got to add about this episode initially? It depends. In what way do you want me to continue trashing the episode, or would you like nice things? How do you feel? Be honest. I I thought that this was very much um, out of character for Red Dwarf. Can see what they were going for. They were they were still very trying to hit that comedy, that same level of comedy they always have. I just didn't think it worked. 
I think because when we there's do... a second writer on this one for the first time. Yeah. And not for the first time, but a different second writer, I should say. And I think when we come from, we say there's certain jokes that didn't work. For me, there was just one too many jokes that didn't work. Yeah. And I think it felt almost like an accumulation of the jokes that didn't work, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 it does make, it makes sense. For a first time ever, you are making sense to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> we need, a, we need oh. a jingle for that. <laughs> I mean, Dan, when you were talking about the story, and you know, I agree with you. There was nothing wrong with the story, really. And I, I've always said I like Red Dwarf because they it comes along with a good premise and a story as well. And you know, this is a premise lifted out of something like The Princess Bride. I don't know how familiar you are with that. I know you haven't watched it still, Matt, even though I've told you half a dozen times to watch it. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. In that, there's there's a scenario where someone passes on the flame of a character for someone else to continue, and so yeah, that, that premise is okay, isn't it? Yes, it wasn't the premise, it wasn't the characters, it wasn't the setting. Uh, it was the fact that whereas you know a lot of the time we've enjoyed scenes where they've been bouncing off each other, they weren't. Uh, it was. It was. Well, the cat and Crichton doing non-existent. Well, I, that was going to be yeah. my bugbear of the week. Yeah. The fact that, um, yeah, that especially cat. And that was a shame of it, really. But I mean, yeah, they're telling a story, and they just didn't really come into it, did they? Yeah, I think cat receded, didn't he? Because you've got, you know, obviously you've got, we've well, got Chris Barry twice, so you've got Rimmer yeah. and you've got Ace, and it was almost as if, despite the fact. They've got, they've still got this bigger budget where they're doing cold opens now. Uh, we've got extras. They've got lots of different scenes. But somehow there wasn't room for Cat. He sort of had to step back. And obviously he doesn't have to step back. He's part of the crew. But he did. He really didn't have a tremendous amount to say. Um, and when he did, it just felt like Cat by the numbers. Yeah. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't. Actually, well, not that out of character, I thought, as well. I mean, why is he asking Ace Rimmer for a stylist? You know, this is the cat. He's the stylish one. I mean, Ace Room has got a Baco foil jacket. I like that line. That was yeah, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I was just say. Well, um, so it just made me think. While Dan was saying about we're having cold openings out, I will say I really liked the cold opening for this one. I I will say that's one thing that really did work for me. I liked really liked the cold opening. Good. I mean, when I, I watched it this morning and I thought, oh my god, this is a a bit OTT, and then I watched it the second time and uh, I, I enjoyed it more there was a couple of crappy lines in it that could have gone i think but but yeah it was i really liked it yeah 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 but i thought mm. I, I enjoyed it yeah no i, I have to say it, that was okay but it took me absolutely ages to work out that it was ken morley i.e reg holdsworth from coronation street <laughs> it's, i was like who is he i know that and i purposely didn't didn't cheat and look on wikipedia and, and until and i was then i was sort of glued to the screen through the credits to see who it was. Well, Brian Cox as well. And well they've, up, they've upped their extras going. Mm. Brian Cox, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's, a, he's, you know, he's proper job. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but his part was a bit rubbish as well, I thought. I mean, it wasn't funny. It I, wasn't funny, no. He just kept repeating the line that Lister was saying. Lister of Schmeg. Um. 
the majority of the shots that Brian Cox was in, uh, a lot of them had to be reshot due to bad weather. However, Brian Cox was actually unavailable. So costume designer Howard Burton had to stand in and the majority of the scenes that he was in actually were had to be canned for that reason. Otherwise, he was due to be in quite a bit more. Yeah, well, it, did, uh, it did need a bit more, possibly. But I guess part, you know, part of the looseness. I mean, you've got you've got both rimmers, and so that's difficult to do, isn't it? Really having those conversations properly. And if you've got that problem as well, that doesn't help, I imagine. But... Well, Rimmer has talked to Rimmer on a number of occasions. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talked to Ace. Uh, he's talked to himself in Me Too. Um, yeah, I, it was. It's they've got a lot of ideas. And they've been given more money and they've been given more airtime. And what there doesn't seem to be is that quality control that says, right, this is going to be a tight as heck 22, 25 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's a shame because there were some bits in there that made us all laugh. There's no doubt about that. But no, mm-hmm. this wasn't the tautness that we got to in seasons five and six. Definitely not. Yeah, there's some silly things. Princess Bongella felt very red dwarf. But rest assured. That won't stop me from rescuing the Princess Bongella. Yes. Just, yes. <laughs> didn't it? We got to see the groinal attachment. We did. <laughs> which was maybe one of the funniest bits, possibly. Uh, and there definitely were sort of like rimmerisms in there, which I think we were... It's just that we're well used to them now, aren't we? Thanks for the offer, but I'd rather smear my genitalia with fish paste and dangle them in a pool of hungry piranhas. Whatever the line. Uh, <laughs> that was the line. There's, you know, yeah, there goes um, my line for later on. Uh, sorry. So you had loads, yeah? <laughs> I, I not loads. I, I enjoyed when after the uh, after the either being invaded or it's a disco uh, line, they come in. You know, there's there's chaos all around, and Rimmer goes, "Morning." Yeah. Yes, that was great. Yeah, that was good. That was quite funny. So, so there were bits and pieces in there, but it's definitely the the flab around it that's not yeah. holding it together properly. I will somehow. say when I when I saw Ace again, I was kind of like. Oh, not him again. <laughs> but there, um, how, is that, how many times was he in? Is that is that th- that's the third? That's the third time. Yeah. Thing is, going back to Dimension Jump, it's this is sort of what I asked for in a way because I said, well, we should have seen more of Ace Rimmer. He was there and he was gone, and we needed more of him. And this definitely gave us more. Um, so in that respect, it gave me what I asked for. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, it's just maybe not completely in the way I wanted it to be. I liked the conceit that not just it was passing the, uh, you know, like the uh, bit from Red, Red, Red Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride, which is brilliant. Ah, you fool! You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against the Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> It wasn't just, you know, I mean, in that it's like, right, OK, you are somebody who could take on the mantle with uh, Ace to Rimmer. It was we've got work to do <laughs> that bit. I enjoyed that concept. I didn't I didn't I, I didn't I, buy was, it. I there mean, was an opportunity for a training montage, which I think they passed up. Yeah. It was a hamster in a wheel, didn't we, really? <laughs> yes. Not the greatest special effect I've seen. Well, I'm not worried about a special effect, but it just not much happened for, for all the time they had. Yeah. Not much happened. I mean, Matty, what I mean, something I didn't like, and I don't know if you're with me on this or not, is I mean, yeah, we were talking about it's Red Dwarf. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. But they were trying to make a sort of like a sort of poignant moment out of it, out of the however many millions of rumours they've mm. been doing this already. I mean, yeah. 
what's that all about? Yes. It's sort of a three or four, maybe. Okay, but why that many? Oh, doesn't this make you want to pass to take it on? Not really. They'll die. <laughs> and also, there are lots of them. Rimmer said that he's a hard light. Now, okay. I thought hard lights were indestructible. So how was he hit by a bullet? Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up as well. And there's there's no real way around it other than saying, well, obviously sometimes these things can penetrate. I suppose. Well, if if, shot, if you actually shot his light B, which is what he was suggesting, as opposed to shooting him. Well, it's just that in in Legion, he had to get it out himself, didn't he? Because he was being whacked. But I suppose it could wear down. But perhaps could, and he was. It could be a different bit of technology. He was in a parallel universe. Yeah. So you know. Talking of which, again, and I'm picking holes in plots unnecessary because it's Red Wolf. I am, I am, but I start to think about it. It's all right. It's that sort of thing of when we when they've got like um, the paddle to time travel anywhere and they don't use it to go home. It's all like you've now got a ship with dimension (laughs) jumps, and they let Rimmer go. But it's all right. I mean, he's fighting Nazis. There must be planets with people on. And they now you you go with it. We'll stay here in deep space. Wherever he happens to be, actually, because we've jumped at least one dimension to yeah. go and find the gra- the Light B graveyard in space. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think they've yeah. pretty much given up on Red Dwarf at this juncture, haven't they, really? Well, given up on Red Dwarf or getting home, surely, or, or civilization of some kind. Yes. They just, yeah. basically, they just got to, on the hunt for another lot of, uh, well, inevitably, Gelf or Rogue simulants. That's all they yeah. really bump into. I mean, being fair... It's a programme telling a story each week now, isn't it? I mean, that the overall premise is is sort of gone at the moment. The arc it? has been has been parked, yeah. hasn't it, really? Well, the arc and the isolation of it all. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Which I get why, but it's sort of like, you've got this technology and... Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And It does kind of make you... just. I've not thought about it like that. It, it does make you think and we probably back. should we probably shouldn't, but, but yeah. Makes you kind of think, oh, the kind of the isolation and series one and series two and three, the sort of halcyon days of, of that. It just make you think about that. It's 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 metamorphosized, metamorphosed. Yeah, it changed. Yeah, thank you. It's changed <laughs> beyond all recognition. Which is fine because they've got to tell different stories. It's just that it's the same thing. But when you get one that you let down by a little bit, which I feel here. Then you start thinking of that stuff even more, don't you? Really, and um, I mean, but what you know, you're right. What the hell was that bit at the end about? Yeah, I didn't like that at all. No, okay, 1997, not very good CGI. Just because you can do it, then doesn't necessarily mean that you should. Well, I don't think it was the CGI's fault. It was the ideas fault of having that many dead rimmers because yeah i mean yeah. rimmer being a coward why would he want to go and do it because uh, he's not going to be able to do all that stuff that ace did at the beginning is he is he, he? well he no obviously not however he did acquit himself in the fight with the knight that was actually lister that was set um, up yes i know it was but you know whereas he would previously have just legged it he did at least once he'd worked out which end of the sword to hold he did at least attempt to do battle even if lister obviously gave him the win mm. Well, I say he tried to fight with the sword. He then put the sword down, picked up bazookoids and shot the person with a stick. But, you know, I'm, uh, I have to say that kind of part confused me. It confused me with the whole kind of... So Ace is dead and Rimmer is now the new... Our Rimmer is now the new Ace Rimmer. Yeah. And supposedly Cat, Crichton and Lister 
believe that Lister's act, that Rimmer's actually dead, well, Lister, but Lister doesn't. Lister doesn't. Okay, so do Crichton's best guesses weren't coming this week, were they? I, no, I, he had nothing this week. I, nothing. Do we assume that Crichton and Cat think that Rimmer is dead? Yeah. Yes, we do. Okay. At the moment, now it wasn't really convincing. Whether I'm balls. I mean, that's actually an element I like. I liked Rimmer's impression of Ace. Yes. <laughs> Sore throat, uh, sore throat, uh, uh, bug going round, uh, holographic virus, bullet affects humans too, Arnie's got it. But that's another thing, the bazooka, it's been mentioned this before, I mentioned it before, about the lack of damage a bazooka does to a ship when you fire it inside. Mm. What, the knight's dying, what's happened to him? He's shooting a bazooka at him and what, nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blank position. Don't think about I'm it. thinking about it too don't hard. Don't think about it too too much. I, I, I Matty, come on, say something. Rescue us here. I'm going down a path. I don't want to go down. Well, what happened to the night again? Did he come back? No, that was Lister. It was Lister. Oh, it was Lister. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's it. Pretending. The thing is, though, also, so. I don't know what's going to happen now with Rimmer. Is it going to be a case of that's it, he is gone now, like a Red Dwarf situation, or is well, it going to be a next step? Si- He's gone. Yeah, but that's the thing. But is he actually going to be gone, or is it going to be a next episode? Oh, he's back now. They acknowledged Holly. I like that. They yes, a Holly, a Holly reference. Yeah, you're right. A Holly reference. I like. I like. I mean, that. Holly had as much that stuff as Crying and Cat. Yeah, he probably does. But to be fair. It's almost like it almost was like recently, like they've not even acknowledged that Holly ever existed in the first place, which is what kind of confused me. I thought, are they just kind of forgetting that Holly was ever even a thing? Was the last mention in the first episode of series six, or was there an we've lost Holly? They said, didn't they? Yes, I, I think, think they mentioned. Yeah, they mentioned yeah. that she was gone with the ship. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, they definitely mentioned it in series six, but maybe just the once. So yes, you're right. It's good to see them reference Holly. Holly reference. I would like to see Holly again. I know we're probably not going to, but I would like to see Holly again. Has anybody got any whipped cream? Something else to be discovered in this episode. You obviously don't need to have an H in your head as a hologram. No, that's helpful. Well, it is helpful, but it's sort of like convenient just for this episode. So why has he been going around with an H on his head all this time? Well, Holly clearly wasn't going to tell him because it's funny. Um, and I don't imagine the others knew. <laughs> maybe it was. It, it, maybe it's a hard light thing. A special bit of tech. But he had a hard. But he had a hard light. No, thing. I know. But then no one actually told him. Or maybe it's just know. red dwarf. Hey, hey, take a drink. Hey. Right. I'm not sure I've got many notes left. Let's have a look. Yeah, there's a lot of resting on old stuff. Yeah, it was like a repeat of Gum and the Apocalypse, wasn't it? It was just a different scenario. Here I am going into AI and I'm going to get off with this woman. There was a little bit more built around it, but it was Crichton complaining at him and then he ends up shaking something and poking his head out saying he wants something. It felt like the same scene almost, just like the scene with the funeral was a little bit like the justice scene as well. So, yeah, to me, it really feels like an ideas block at the moment slightly i may be being really unfair i don't know maybe one of our many listeners could write in and tell me but <laughs> am i being unfair am well, i being no really i, I think you're justified in that one the flying carpets bit round the mountains was a bit sort of where this is where you must be to become ace rimmer no this is where you must be to become maria von trapp <laughs> well, they were in the mountains, but no, I know, but I don't remember being that snowy during the sound of music. Climb every mountain, come on. Every 
don't they? they? They climb over the mountains to get to Switzerland. Yeah, I know they do. There you go. <laughs> right at the end of the film, they're over a mountain. Yeah, I know, but you don't actually see them kind of like, you know, with crampons and, and kind of like, you know, you, you, know, you, know, you don't see them flying carpets. No, exactly. You don't see her spinning around, you know, the heels are allowed you know, when she's got like, you know, severe frostbite <laughs> or hypothermia. And they took that bit out as the sound of music, I think. Yeah, that was the director's yeah, cut. Okay. Yeah, OK. <laughs> I, I, I did really laugh at um, the backwards wig. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. And then you you touched on it before. Rimmer's um, accent when he was trying to do Ace really put me in mind of David Coleman. Yes. Well, that's one of um, Chris Barry's favourite impressions, yes. isn't it? Oh, was the, did he used to do him on... Um, on yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, there you go. Then I was yeah. on the money with that then. Yeah. Uh, extraordinary. Um, yeah. <laughs> later on, we'll be talking to uh, the one and only Gary Lineker. Uh, the man, of course, they call Gary Lineker. <laughs> David Coleman, he used to be a, a sports commentator and presenter, but he, and he used to present a question of sport, Matty. Oh, I see. Because you're probably like, David who? Is Coleman? Yeah. Did he invent mustard? No, something. he didn't. We always had Coleman balls, didn't we? Yes. That was the name for sporting goofs. Oh, in right. Commentary. In who commentary. Who was the other David that used to present um, question of sport with the glasses? Fine. David Vine. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I mean, anything else you want to add? On a deeper level for this um, episode, a deeper level. Uh, no, no, I don't think that on a, on a deeper level. I mean, I did say that, but um, we have talked about it. Uh, I thought this, this this episode was like a means to an end, basically for Rimmer to bow out. Yeah, seemingly so. Well, yeah. Yeah, and that's fine, and that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with a means to an end, but you still don't want it to be a good Red Dwarf episode, don't you? And yeah, clearly I, it hasn't hit home for me. Sorry for those fans of this episode. Dan, anything else you want not, to... Oh, not, not in the deep sort of yeah. genre, no. <laughs> I think there were bits in this that made me laugh and chuckle. There were lines, there were little touches. I I liked the fact that, yes, I thought that the uh, that, uh, Rimmer's funeral scene was far too long. But I did like that they all gave him the Rimmer salute at the end. Yes, it was. But I felt that could be funnier somehow. Oh, no, it could that, have been. I mean, that was my problem. It's sort of like, yes, they did that. That was great. But yet somehow I felt it should have been better. It, it, it could have been. But I think they were also trying to, you know, in a rare moment of trying to be um, poignant. Lister knows that that's not Rimmer. So whereas before they've said, oh, unseen horrible things to him. You know, you didn't mean any of those things, did you? No. I don't know. Was that a sop to the fact that Lister knows that they're actually saying all these things about actual Rimmer who's there? It's only Crichton and Cat who somehow don't. Maybe they didn't know because they've not been in it or picked up all the clues they've mm. been lurking. So there were li there were little bits and pieces, but... Um, but, I mean, that's it, isn't it? I, I, I wasn't really thinking this too much while I was watching, but I did. But all the episodes we've had where... It's been failure, 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 failure. That's Rimmer, isn't it? Whatever, nothing goes right for him. That's why his character exists. And then all of a sudden, he's going out there to be Ace Rimmer. And yeah, yeah it's Red Dwarf. And yeah, but I, I sort of didn't buy it. Well, he's had 12 hours of training in the magic carpet. Yeah, right? yeah and, that's I mean, why, and that's, yeah, exactly. And that's why uh, Lister said to him... I mean, you're a gutless, spineless, gormless, directionless, neurotic, underachieving, snivelling, cowardly pile of Meg. No offence. <laughs> but all he has to do is face his father and he'll be a Jedi. He's, he's <laughs> close. He's, <laughs> he's so close. Um, 
Oh, it works on so many levels. (laughs) So, Matty, I mean, we didn't go to you for another deep comment from your place. Sure, on this occasion, I would like to say that I think everything that should have been said has been said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, if you're dubbing it in from... Drink, everyone. Have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, I tell you what, if we can, then, should we go around and see if there's anything else to pick up? Because, I mean, actually, before we do that, I was going to respond to something you said, Dan. It wasn't that there weren't things that made me laugh. There just seemed long periods of time I thought, I'm not laughing. Yes. Really. And I suppose that's where the disappointment comes from, even though it was telling a story. But there you go. There you go. Right. I don't know if I've said it. Did I say Lister of Smeg? Did someone say that already? No, we've talked about the moment, but you've not said it. Okay, so Lister of Smeg. Lister of Smeg. That's a high point. That's one of my high points, yeah. Okay. Well, well, you said something about the... What, what was yours? Well, no. It's Sick. Fine. Smug. What? Smug. Scum. Scum. Absolute scum. Yeah, scum. Oh, look, it's fine. Well, yeah. It's fine. This was smug was funnier than that. Well, I don't think it was. <laughs> if it was, you'd have said it in the first round. No, but the crock on the head was, was funny. Lister of smag. Yes, and then and then that, <laughs> and that, the that, that gives that gives me mine with I bet he was a sour crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a guy being said in German. Yeah, yeah. Thus for ein Go on, go on. So Matt's leapt in there very wisely, getting in before someone else said it. it always made it look smooth. With a capital smooth. With a capital smooth. <laughs> <laughs> we had a smeg head, actually, didn't we? But even that one, that No, it wasn't. Mm. Go on, give us another one, Dan. Uh, I, I chuckled at uh, most eunuchs have got more balls than you. Lister of smeg. And that's a high point or just one we mentioned? I chuckled at it. it I had it as it's my little notation <laughs> system. I chuckled at That'll do. Uh, on this one, that made, that made the list. I've got others. Okay, well, go on, give us another one as well. Go on, hit us. Might as well no, happen. No, 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 no. Matty's turn. <laughs> I just actually, I, I completely misread my writing, and that's why I didn't read this one out. Oh, well, so you jumped in now. No, 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 it's, this. It's, no it's, it's fine. I want one moment in time. Yeah, Matty can go, there and then I'll explain afterwards. Go on, Matty. The last one I got around is, stoke me a clipper, I'll be back for Christmas, whatever. <laughs> Actually, that that was quite amusing. The Christmas, I think. it was. Yeah. That that did me. I'm not sure the ejecting. Man, was he ejecting in a pot in the seat? Funny. It was. It was quite daft, really. It, it was. It, it, right. undercut, it, right. it undercut the idea that he was in any way, shape, or form ready. Yeah. Ba- basically, or the, ace. Only, the yes. only bit he's managed to nail at this point is to get the wig on the right way around. He's going to last. He's going to be another light bee in the sky. Well, let's very, face it. Very very quickly. All the. I mean, again. That's another thing as well. So ev- all of these rumours, they've all managed to not die in time to pass on the flame. Those millions of ones that make a, a ring around a planet, it's, each one of them has managed to pass on the flame. None of them bit the dust without passing on. It's a galactic truth known as the Dread Pirate Roberts principle. You yeah, should, you should yeah. look it up. Because the original one bit, bit the dust with a neutron bomb or something. Didn't it? How did he pass it on? Come on, explain that to me. <laughs> Well, listener, Red if you'd dwarf. like to write in... Come uh, on, writers of Red Dwarf, justify yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. No, I love them, but I think they're... I have, I have written, no one ever pressed for cake um, on, on his shift, but it was actually Coke. So I, I, I can't read my own writing, and that's why I didn't read it out, because I thought, that doesn't make any sense. No, no. Do you know what? I've got a cat line that I liked. 
Is that a fact? Go on. When they're saying, oh, my God, I can't believe he's gone. And Kat said, I know, I was only insulting him this morning. And I, 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 that, was, that was the most cat-like thing. And he went from every single opportunity, including the fact that he's actually dead, but then, which is why, yes, I didn't quite believe his, um, his sorrow at the, uh, at the funeral, because no. normally he'd be doing a cat dance. <laughs> but it, I, I liked the line. It was it minor, wasn't it? I th- yeah. yeah. I, li- I liked the line. I didn't think it quite worked, but I did quite like the line. Yeah. Did you like the line? No. Gone off it. <laughs> You've overdone it now. I've overdone it. <laughs> Right, I mean, I think we'll call this to a close then. I'm summing up. It's not my favourite episode. <laughs> Motion seconded. <laughs> Matty? That was a low mode. Matty's views are his own. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, when I discussed it with Becky, the words a bit did come up. Well, this, this is the thing. Yeah, I just wish I had my notes for Inquisitor to see what, what they said now. Uh, I think Inquisitor was worse. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I okay, let's, let's have a vote then, just to extend this recording, because we've got a few bits to cut out. We might make half half an hour if we do this. Um, was it better than Inquisitor, Dan? No. <laughs> Matty? I'd say yes. You said this was better than the Inquisitor? By the end of the series, he's going to rate this as his number one. So just probably, <laughs> I mean, that's what's coming. That is what's coming. I think this was definitely better than Inquisitor, which in itself was better than that horrible episode of in, in series one, which I absolutely hate. Yeah, yeah, but you were wrong about that. If, <laughs> if we went back and watched it, you'd like it more now. I'm convinced. We would I, would, after I wouldn't bank on that. I'm convinced. And when we run out of things to do, that's what we're going to have to do. <laughs> oh, we're, no. we're going to have to go and re-review some. It'll have to, be like, the, that. It'll have to be like that scene in the Clockwork Orange. I don't ever intend to watch that episode ever again. Okay. Yeah, you will. But if not that one, that there are other going back and looking at highlights might be quite interesting, might not it? Might be. Maybe not for the listeners. But for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm tempted to say I enjoyed Inquisitor more. I think just because because of the change in tone and style, Inquisitor still fitted in with what I liked about Red Dwarf, and this series is not quite doing that. Do you no. see what I mean? But I'll, I'll, I'll pose a, a question. I'm thinking of the compost line. That's funnier than mo- all the lines in this. That was that was that a was, good line. That, that was, was a good line. So do you think when we get, and don't answer yet, do you think <laughs> when we get to the end of this series, it won't be as bad? Is this like when a new Doctor Who comes along and you like the last one and you take some definite time to warm up to the new one? I'm not talking about you, Matt, because you're special. I'm exceptional. You're special when yeah. it comes to Doctor Who. Yeah. Stabilise. But is it? Is there a little bit of that, or is season seven only going to look? Uh, are we only going to look fondly on it when we're a couple of episodes into season eight and we're questioning the the, the wisdom of pursuing this? Well, all I can say is obviously I have watched this series a few times in the past before, so it's not new to me. Yeah, I enjoyed last week's more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So that, that so that was okay. Although we did have sort of complaints about a few of the flaws. On the whole, I think we enjoyed last week's, didn't we? I think that but, was the consensus. It does make me quite nervous the way you two are talking about it. It's almost as if series seven is something we've got to get through, you know? <laughs> and that's that I find very worrying. I'm I, still I, I'm still completely on board. I'm definitely going to watch uh, it. I don't want to sort of influence you in that kind of way. Well, no, no, because. 
that's not happening. I, well, as as Matt is getting put off, I will say I think there's a worse episode of this in series seven, possibly, but we'll see. But they aren't all as bad as this. That's, on, that's my prediction. We're, we're on a journey, and uh, and you know, strapping. We're not there yet. I'm I'm gonna. It looks like we're on a. It looks like we're on a journey, and we're going through some turbulence. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I, I think there are highlights. I did say last week there are still funny bits to come in this series. It's still interesting. Oh, it, it's interesting. To it see. is, and it's still Red Dwarf, and we are seeing what is happening to our characters. If, though, perhaps because we've been watching it week after week, as opposed to six episodes, give it a year, six episodes. But, the, but the journey that they're on, it, this feels like a bigger departure. It's very hard for us to price into this conversation the fact that there's been three, four years. It's very hard for us to price in some of the other things that are going on that are in, in terms of the writing statement and everything else. So we can only watch it. We are wondering what on earth happened at the end of the last the last series. Why isn't that here? And sometimes it's cleared up and sometimes it's not. So, but but quite a bit changes in, in terms of production and personnel and everything else like that. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm still Red Dwarf. I'm still enjoying it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's still fun to do. It's still fun. I mean, I, did, I, I am talking on relative levels of Red Dwarf. I didn't sit and watch it absolutely hate it as a piece of television totally but in red dwarf terms it you didn't did. do what red dwarf does for me usually no maybe not yeah i um and i actually could sense that when i was watching it and i, I actually could hear you all kind of bemoaning it and that's why i was i was try, trying to be sort of positive i quite liked it um but you no. were around here last night and we said oh we've got to, which episode is it you went stoke me a clipper yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, yes, I know. And I just kind of thought, oh, God. Oh, I, I thought it was something else. Go on. I quite liked him alphabetising the sort of alphabetic spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, researching the uh, the history of pockets. Yeah, that was good. That was, yeah. good, that was okay. But I would say it wasn't hanging, didn't come together in a glorious way. No. Anyway, let's knock this on the head. Um, so it's, it, it stoked me a clipper. I'll be back for Christmas from me, Matthew. It's um, we're under attack or we're having a disco. You choose from me, Matt. <laughs> it's goodbye from me, Matt of Smeg. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss?